Welcome to the second Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast of the week. We're recording this late afternoon, Friday, March the 13th, and what has been an unusual, fluid, crazy week. Uh, one that we have not seen in my lifetime, and I'm 58 years old, so been around a little while. Uh, with all the developments, obviously, with the coronavirus and how that has affected the sports world, it certainly has directly impacted the University of Jamestown and Jimmy Athletics. In case you're not aware, the 2020 NAI Women's Wrestling Championships that were supposed to be hosted here at the University of Jamestown at Harold Newman Arena, all the teams were in town. We were ready to go. But Thursday at about noon, the NAI decided that it was important to cancel all of the winter sports championships uh, for the year. Uh, something that followed in the footsteps of the NCA's decision and other decisions, not only in the United States, but around the world. So that obviously put a damper on things. And then the ACHA uh, earlier that day uh, made a decision and later uh, the next day made an announcement that they were canceling the national tournament, which of course the University of Jamestown men's hockey team was scheduled to go play in in Frisco, Texas uh, next week as the number 12 seed and a great opportunity for the original class of recruits that were now seniors to go and make an impact at the national tournament. But of course, unfortunately, that will not happen. And then academically here at the University of Jamestown, we are on spring break right now, but next week there will be no classes here at the University of Jamestown. And the hope is the following Monday, we will be able to return to class. But of course, everything being such a fluid situation, it is really tough to predict right now. And then the Great Plains Athletic Conference presidents decided that over the next three weeks, there will be no competitions or practices during that time, and then they will re uh, reevaluate that uh, later on during that three-week period. So a very interesting and unusual time in our country and around the world, and has certainly affected the sports world and has certainly affected things here at the University of Jamestown. When we talk about the 2020 NAI Women's Wrestling Championships, this was scheduled to be the second annual. Last year, we hosted the inaugural, of course, if you're not aware, we dealt with a three-foot snowstorm and 60-mile-an-hour winds that made the tournament condensed from a two-day to one-day event. But because of the great work of the local organizing committee and Coach Shauna Kemp, we won the bid for the next two years. So we will host the tournament again in 2021. And here's to hoping for no viruses, no pandemics, no blizzards, and we get uh, a good, smooth tournament in 2021 that we're looking forward to. Well, we're going to look back and talk about the NAI women's wrestling season and look at the high points of it and how the development of women's wrestling and girls wrestling has really grown. And we talked to several people about this. One of the people we talked to was Carl Murphy, the head coach of Missouri Valley Co College. And coach has been there, the women's coach, for 17 years. They're one of the longest-running women's collegiate programs in the country. And we talked to Coach Murphy about the growth of women's wrestling and what the NAI Women's Wrestling Tournament means to women's wrestling in general. Well, Coach, we were just talking. You've been the head coach at Missouri Valley for 17 years, the head women's coach. So there isn't much you haven't seen in college wrestling. What have you seen in terms of the growth of women's college wrestling, and what are you excited about? Yeah, I'm not so sure that the uh, best wrestlers are better than they were back then, but we go so deep now with good wrestling. So the depth has just improved tremendously. Uh, we're getting high school girls coming up that have received better coaching. They're, you know, And there's just a lot more of them out there. Now we have an NEI a tournament. What, what does that mean to NEI schools? I, I think it's a big draw for NEI schools. I 
you know, first in the country. Um, just real exciting that a national organization could get behind the women's wrestling movement. So obviously I'm biased. I work here at the University of Jamestown, but obviously we had a huge snowstorm last year. Despite that, what did you think of the experience? I, I was really happy with the tournament last year. Maybe not the results, but I mean, to cram a two-day tournament into one day, you guys did a great job with it. In terms of the facility and, and making the kids feel special, uh, do you think that's happening here? Do you? I think that was really one of the goals, is this needs to be like any other championship. Yeah, and I think my girls left last year with the feeling that they were special. It was a special event. They really liked the social the night before. It, just everything that you guys did here, you have your uh, hosts. I, I haven't met my host this year, but that's always kind of fun, and we get little goodie bags, and it's, it's you guys really do a nice job with making us feel welcome. There was a great article, I believe it was in the Wall Street Journal about a month ago, and it talked about the headline, I think, was something like high school wrestling was dying until the girls came along. What has girls high school wrestling, maybe, and which translates into college high school, college women's wrestling, what has that done for the sport of wrestling overall, you think? Well, I, you know, the numbers are out there that uh, boys' numbers are going down at the high school level. Girls' numbers are causing the are going up and the the increase in high school wrestlers as a whole has grown primarily due to the women's in, uh, involvement um, and it's just something that was needed you know wrestling is a sport that honors anybody and everybody short slow fast tall you know and you can't say that for a lot of sports wrestling is the one that will take anybody and make them into a wrestler your school obviously is in Missouri what have you seen in terms of the growth of wrestling in the state of Missouri, girls wrestling specifically, of course? Well, I, I think Missouri woke up the country last year when they instituted women's wrestling. They went from about 150 registered female athletes in Missouri to over 900 in one year just because the state said we're going to have girls wrestling. So the girls are there ready to wrestle. We're just waiting on the state to acknowledge them. Great to hear the perspectives of longtime coach Carl Murphy from Missouri Valley College on the growth of women's wrestling. We also caught up with, of course, University of Jamestown head coach Shauna Kemp, who's done just a spectacular job here at the University of Jamestown. This interview was actually conducted before the championships were called off, but I think it's important to listen to because she talks about, again, the growth of women's wrestling and how it is, important it is to have young women coaches involved in head coaching positions in the sport of women's wrestling. The week is here. Uh, a lot of preparation's gone into this. How do you feel about the tournament overall? Not necessarily your team, but just being ready for everything. Yeah, we're ready. You know, we prepared everything ahead of time, at least from the wrestling side of stuff. And because this is our second year hosting it, uh, we kind of knew exactly what we were doing. The officials knew what they were doing. And some of the schools had a better idea of, of how the Invitational worked. And you don't have to deal with a blizzard? No, we don't. Let's talk about your team. Uh, how do you feel you're, you're prepared and what are your goals for, for this weekend? Uh, our goal all year has been to be in top five. Uh, we have a couple beat up girls, but we've just been doing our best to rehab them prior to the tournament. Um, and other than that, I mean, you, you got to do what you got to do and, and hopefully we can reach our goal. What does the NAI having a women's wrestling tournament mean for women's wrestling? Uh, 
it's just, it's really, it's a historic thing because it was the first uh, college organization to recognize it. And so uh, it's kind of started the, the chain of events of, of women's wrestling growing at the collegiate level. How excited are you to see one of your former wrestlers who's actually going to be a head coach next year at Hastings? Yeah, no, I'm really excited. It's always great to see my girls uh, move on to bigger, better things. And obviously um, taking some of the stuff hopefully I showed them and taking it into their programs. And finally, there's some new coaches this year, and several of them are female head coaches. What does that mean to you, and how important do you think it is to develop women to be head coaches of women's wrestling programs? I think it's extremely important. Uh, the problem right now that's happening is that women are just used to having men coaches, and so when they get a female, um, they don't really know how to handle it. So the more we can make it the norm, um, the more it'll show girls like, oh, hey, I can be a, a college coach too. So. It's uh, really important that that happens. We were fortunate enough to catch up with one of the new head coaches in the NAI and a young lady who Jimmy fans should be very familiar with, Kara Ramiki. Kara wrestled for a national championship last year at the NAI Women's Wrestling Invitational here at Jamestown. And she, of course, is a recent graduate, a star on the University of Jamestown Women's Wrestling Team, an All-American and a national runner-up at the first annual NAIA Women's Wrestling Invitational. She was recently named head coach at Hastings College, who will start their program next year. And Cara was in town on Friday. We caught up with her and talked about her perspectives on women's wrestling and on the Jimmy Women's Program. You're coming back to campus here. Obviously, you thought you were going to come back to watch a national championship event. That didn't happen. But what are your feelings coming back, you know, just so not so far from removing the program? Yeah. Uh, what are your feelings about how the program helped you develop and led you to your position now where you're head coach at Hastings? Yeah, so it feels really good to be back. I mean, obviously, there's so many memories that I've made here in James town and this honestly feels like home I mean this was my home for three years and it feels weird to be living far away and like to come back here because like all those memories come back and stuff but you know that's Jamestown's always gonna like play a big role in my heart and stuff um you know me being here and like the whole program with Shauna Neil and all of them like they really helped me like grow and mature and be ready to have a job like being a head wrestling coach um I mean it is a little scary but I feel like they've prepared me enough to to have the skills it takes and I know that my team and my coaches will always be there for me supporting me throughout the way and all that good stuff so I think you know it's always great to be a Jimmy and I think you always have like people supporting you and you know you have this big family here even though I'm going to be coaching at a different college like this college will always be like a home for me so yeah. really excited <laughs> so last year you got to wrestle in the very first NAI uh, women's wrestling invitational yes. got to the championship match mm-hmm. what was that experience like getting to be able to compete in the first championship like that um it was amazing because I mean it's a part of history I feel like you know we've got the first ever NAI wrestling national championships and I mean just the just the fact that I could make it to the finals and have so many people from Jamestown come and support I mean that was unbeatable it's so cool that we got to be a part of that and that so many people were here to support that and I think you know it's just the beginning like girl women's wrestling is going to explode and grow for a long 
long time to come and I think that Jamestown like we played a big part in that and like helping it grow and just giving the girls a really good well-run tournament to have for the national championship something that you know we deserve it's it's unbeatable it's it's great to be a part of that so let's talk about the growth of girls and women's wrestling when you left here you had a chance to become a high school coach talk about what happened there and the growth you saw in the area you were coaching at yeah so Utah asked me to be the first ever women's wrestling coach for a high school team and you know I jumped on that opportunity immediately because that's a huge opportunity and when I first got there I mean it it really wasn't big I mean there's there's a couple girls on each team kind of thing there's a few teams like us Cypress High School and Westlake High School Fremont they all have pretty big girls wrestling team and that's great to see but it would be great to see that in every single high school you know have give girls the opportunity to wrestle anywhere that they go in Utah and um, you know it has been growing there's a lot of great people that are working to help it grow I think there's still a lot of work to be done in that aspect but I think there are some people there that have the ability to to help that grow but you know in the past women's wrestling in Utah wasn't really a big thing there's some four forerunners you know like Candace Workman Sage Mortimer like they're doing really great things um, and they're great wrestlers but I think that there's going to be even more to come in the future for states like that. So So there's been several new coaches in the AI that were hired this year and then you're going to be coaching next year and they're women. Mm -hmm. And how important is that in your mind? for women's wrestling to have more women head coaches in the sport. Yeah, I think it's awesome because it's like now there's finally those those women out there that are taking head coaching positions and showing that like, yes, like we can be in charge of, you know, whole wrestling teams with a bunch of women on it. And um, I think it's really exciting to see so many great women wrestlers out there coaching because, I mean, we deserve to be out there and we deserve to be doing what we love. And um, I think it, you know, previously was a very much a male-dominated sport and a lot of men coaches, which are fine, but it's great to see women in the sport too and women coaches, so it's great. <laughs> and finally, head coach at Hastings. Yeah. You have to be excited about that. What What are your feelings about getting that opportunity and growing the sport at that school and then growing the sport in the state of Nebraska? Yeah, so I think it's, it's such a great opportunity. I mean, I jumped right on it. I was honestly shocked when they approached me to uh, coach that college because in my mind, I didn't think it would come so soon to be a college wrestling coach, but any opportunity um, to just coach wrestling and to just be you know, a wrestling coach and focus on that, that's a huge opportunity. I'm so excited to actually grow the sport um, at that college and just to show people in Nebraska that it is growing. There's already a couple other colleges in Nebraska that have women's wrestling, but just by adding one more, that gives girls options and that helps grow the sport a little bit more. And Hastings is such a a great college too. Like there's a lot to offer and it's got a really homey feel just like Jamestown had. So I think it'll be a good home for me there for a couple of years, if not more. So I'm, I'm really excited for it. And finally, we got to catch up with one of the really rising stars in the University of Jamestown team in a North Dakota native, Sierra Talmadge, who's on the University of Jamestown team. She was an All-American last year, placing eighth in her weight class. And unfortunately, of course, she had to face the disappointment of the championships being canceled. But she talked about being that representative as a North Dakota wrestler and what the sport has meant to her and how she sees it growing here, here in her home state. 
Well, obviously, this was disappointing having the national tournament canceled, but you guys still had a great year. You won a conference championship. You have to be happy with the way your season went and the team went. Yeah, um, it's disappointing, but it's okay. We have another year, and um, especially with the talk of maybe having another year of eligibility for the girls who want it, um, that would be ideal, but we'll just have to see where... See how things go, I guess. Talk about your progression as a wrestler. You know, you're you're unusual. You're a women's wrestler from North Dakota. Talk about how you became a wrestler through high school and end up here at the University of Jamestown. Um, I guess my senior year, I just uh, my high school coach told me to try it out, and I did. Um, I I like the challenge of it. Um, you know, wrestling's a hard sport, so I wouldn't say it's always fun, but um, overall it's fun, and um, it's fun to go places and meet new people and just pretty much see the world through wrestling and um, be part of a different community than I ever thought I would be. So, I don't know, it's been, it's been a lot of fun and a, a lot of challenges, but I like it a lot. How much better of a wrestler are you now than when you started? Um, like, I don't know. I can't even put a number on it. Like, um, when I got here, I was decent. Most of the girls would say I looked like a, a, I don't know, a newborn deer, all just wobbly and squirrely and just didn't know what I was doing. And now it's just like I've gotten so much better. I, I actually know know what's going on and how to move my body and how to look like an actual wrestler <laughs> what is it the progress that we've seen in women's wrestling the new programs the, the states where they've added high school wrestling what does that mean to you um i don't know it's really awesome to see um because i didn't even know about like the world of women's wrestling until just a few years ago and now i'm seeing how much it's exploding everywhere and i'm at least America, and it's it's really cool. Um, I guess to me, it just means like I have more opportunity growing up to maybe become a coach or um, just continue to be part of the sport. So that's super awesome. It seems like we're not too far away from maybe seeing girls high school wrestling in the state of North Dakota. As a North Dakotan, what would that mean to you? It would mean a lot. It'd be really cool um, just to know that girls would have a better opportunity than I did. Um, if they didn't have to compete against the boys, it, it really changes the playing field because like, there are girls that can compete against boys, but it's, it's a lot harder than competing against girls who are at the same physical caliber as you. So it'd be super awesome if that, if that happened. So you, you're gonna be back next year. What are your goals as an individual wrestler? Um, I haven't really thought that far ahead yet, but um, just to keep improving, um, try to, I don't really know, I haven't, I just haven't thought about it too much. Um, definitely go to nationals, make it to nationals, because I think we might have to like qualify through our conference and stuff like that. Hopefully maybe win a conference championship. Um, all-American again that would be ideal and just push my team and my teammates um, to be the best that they can be on and off the mat pretty much what does it mean to you to be from North Dakota and be a women's wrestler because you're pretty unique there's not a lot of women's wrestlers collegiate wrestlers from the state of North Dakota um 
I don't really know. It's kind of cool because um, I see kids I went to high school with and they're just, you know, going to college like normal kids. And like sometimes it's sad to miss out on that. But then again, like I'm getting so much, so many other different opportunities. I get to travel with my teammates and meet girls from all over the country and just get new perspectives that way. So it's pretty cool. And I... I wish and I encourage other girls from North Dakota to not be scared and try it. Try to go out for your high school team and then go go see if a college will look at you and give you some scholarship money because it's there. They're handing out scholarships right now still. So we're at a unique time and place where it's still growing, but they still need girls to fill programs. So there's a lot of opportunity out there. And our final interview is with senior men's hockey player Garrett Browning. And, of course, Garrett and his teammates also suffering the disappointment of their national tournament being canceled. But Garrett was part of the original class, one of the pioneers of the University of Jamestown men's hockey program. We caught up with Garrett on Friday and talked about his emotions, but what playing for Jimmy Hockey has meant to him and being part of the founders class. Well, obviously a pretty tough way to end the season, uh, not getting to go to nationals, but hopefully it doesn't... Uh, you know, put a, a dark spot on your career here and all the things you guys have been able to accomplish and what you accomplished this year. Yeah, no, it's uh, really disappointing hearing the outcome, obviously. But in terms of everything that we've done as a team, especially being founders, it's very impressive to me to have just seen the boys just accomplish what we've done in such a little amount of time here. I'm... Uh, quite happy with what we've done and how we've grown this program together and I couldn't have asked for anything better. So you mentioned the word founder. I think that's a great word because you were part of that original recruiting class. What does it mean to you to be a founder of the Jimmy Men's Hockey Program? It's just history in the making and not a lot of people get an opportunity to be part of something like this and having that opportunity and being able to seize that four years ago was just so great to be able to experience it. And it's very different uh, comparatively to joining an already existing team. It's nice to be able to build something on your own with a bunch of brothers together. And uh, because of that, I think it's just made it that much more special. So when you came as a freshman, it's a brand new program to a place you've probably never been to before. What were your feelings coming in? And what are your feelings now after four years? Well, initially going in, there's a couple options I could have had. But I thought, you know, I don't really want to go through that motion of having to wait my turn and pay my dues to try and get some playing time. So I thought since everybody's going to be right at the same level, it's just going to be fair game for spots in terms of that. So that's what I went into this with. But the mentality leaving, I, I just have to say that after four years, feeling that at the beginning and now afterwards, it's just, you know, a moment of just bittersweet. Uh, not really sure how to... Not how to go on from here. No, no, I'm not trying to say that, but it just uh, just really stings still the way that we couldn't uh, cap cap this off. Yeah. Talk about some of the highlights. So there were a lot of real high moments in the four years. What are, what are some of the things that stand out to you most as far as uh, high water marks for you? Well, uh, beginning out against Minot, it was kind of cool having establishing a rivalry with them. 
And I really thought, especially in the earlier years, it was like, man, are we ever going to beat these guys? It just seemed quite hopeless, to be honest. But as soon as we became more comfortable and got into our own skin a bit and flashed everything out, it just became more apparent. And we kept working and working. And this rivalry, just it became something more than uh, playing other teams, I found. So that was, that was quite special, was kind of developing that rivalry and relationship with those guys and just just something extra special when you played against them it was kind of cool to witness so when you look back on the decision you made four years ago uh was it the right decision yeah i do believe so uh not only for me personally as an athlete in terms of developing but i couldn't have asked for better people and support around in terms of campus everyone that's been here helping us along the way and I met a new family so it was really great we'll wrap up this edition of the everything Jimmy athletics podcast with some score updates uh, baseball and softball both down in Tucson Arizona and strangely enough they have both run into bad weather they've had games canceled due to rain and that old song it never rains in Southern California well I thought it never rained in Tucson Arizona in the month of March but it has and today on Friday March the 13th, the Jimmy baseball team was rained out of their two games against Dakota Wesleyan. They will wrap up their trip to Tucson on Saturday with a doubleheader against Dakota Wesleyan before coming back home. So far on the trip, they are 4-2 and two with wins over Bemidji State, a sweep of Concordia, Nebraska, and a win over the University of Antelope Valley, and a 3-1 to one defeat to Concordia St. Paul, and a 13-7 to defeat to number 25th ranked Benedictine Mesa. Uh, for the Jimmy softball team, they had their three-game winning streak snapped uh, late this afternoon, losing to the University of St. Francis 12-1. to They had won three straight games down in Tucson, beating Mayville State 9-3 and Aquinas College 7-5. Then they, earlier today, defeated Dort 8-0, and they will actually have a game later tonight against Benedictine Mesa, but we're recording the podcast before that game. And then the softball team, after tonight, will head back to Jamestown. And then finally, in men's volleyball, the Jimmy volleyball team now 11-2 and on the season. They wrapped up their trip to Southern California as they defeated uh, Vanguard, number, uh, number eight Vanguard. That was on Wednesday, a big win for them, 25-17. They lost the second set, 25-21, but came back to win 25-19 and 25-15. And then they lost a couple of... Uh, they lost an exhibition at match number one, uh, number one Division One Pepperdine in three sets. They were supposed to play Division One Concordia Irvine, but that match was canceled. So the Jimmies will head back to Jamestown, and uh, hopefully in three weeks they will get to start their season back up. They've got a game scheduled on March 25th against Morningside, and then the conference tournament after that. But at this point, nobody knows really what the future holds. I want to wrap up by saying. I was really so impressed uh, with both the hockey team and the women's wrestling team and how they handled what was a bitter, very bittersweet end to their season, especially the women's wrestling team, and not just here at the University of Jamestown, but all the women's wrestlers that t- came to compete in Jamestown. While they were very disappointed, I think they really took it in stride. They were very upbeat. I went out to eat at a local restaurant on Thursday night, saw several teams there. They were dressed up, enjoying themselves, having a good time, making the most of the situation. And then there was a whole other group of women's wrestlers that gathered at Harold Newman Arena. They ate a meal, and then they actually had a dance party down on the mats, down on the floor in Harold Newman Arena. And I think that's just a great testament to the resiliency 
and the attitude and the, and the positive attitude of that group of young women and, and great leaders for their sport, for their communities, and certainly for the university. So, so impressed. Also want to thank all the local organizing committee and volunteers and businesses that supported the efforts of the 2020 NAI Women's Wrestling Championships. We wish we could have brought the event to you, but of course, the health and safety of everyone is paramount and more important than any game we'll ever play. So still want to thank all those folks. We want to thank you for listening. Again, remember the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast is now available anywhere where podcasts are available, including Google, Apple, and every other format you can possibly imagine. So make sure and check it out. Mention it to fellow Jimmy alums. Subscribe and rate the podcast. So we're going to wrap it up for what's been really a, a unique, incredible, and crazy week here uh, in our world. We certainly look forward to next week. Uh, we wish you Godspeed, keep the faith, and keep healthy. And most of all, go Jimmies.